Chapter Eleven of the Night Side of New York by members of the New York Press. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Where Germans most do congregate, New York has a community of eighty thousand natives of Germany, a foreign family large enough to stock three such cities as Frankfurt. The wealth of these adopted citizens has been greatly and very recently augmented by the enormous consumption of beer beer which they alone can manufacture to perfection beer the immense stock of which they alone could quaff up without any outside help at one sitting beer which americans are cultivating a decided taste for beer which is usurping the crown of all bourbon and king applejack drinking beer making beer even thinking beer one would think that the blood coursing through the arteries must be very hoppy indeed their breweries are in every ward these castles of old lager are as stupendous and massive as the towers of their native heidelberg what a marvel is the lion brewery its vaults its tanks its lofts could the london docks rival it then the teams that these large lords parade the finest horses in the world are harnessed to the chariots of this amber god how proud the step over the cobbles these great strong steeds in all their trappings of brass and leather and bells a wonderful sight truly trucking their groaning load of damp heavy oaken kegs yet has it not struck you that these very horses show in their proud step and foam-white bits a world more interest in the beer business than those uncouth blue-bloused lethargic heavy-faced dutch drivers cracking lazy whips and smoking marvellous short pipes on the throne of kegs perhaps if these animals drank beer they too would move as helpless as the old bronze horse now according to the law of traffic the demand should equal the supply with a river of beer ever flowing from these great fountains what a stupendous absorption there must be somewhere gad wherever two dutchmen meet then comes the lager george christie used to say but when thousands of dutchmen meet as they do here on the east side of the town who outside of the family of the lightning calculator would be desirous of computing the quantity they could absorb come with us then into one of the famous haunts of the lager swilling community one of the big reservoirs of the amber stream the atlantic garden is rightly named for the beer consumed there nightly is oceanic in its proportions it is in the heart of the bowery the great german quarter next door to the famous old theatre entering first the bar-room a large low-ceiling square room with a bar on either hand groaning with the weight of dripping kegs piles of crystal glasses of all dimensions and variety loaded with sausages those famous snake-looking american balonies with cakes and bread brown and shiny contorted and twisted patted and moulded as only the german brain could devise green fresh-looking salads dripping with oil dimpled with red beets and scarlet turnips salads of fish salads of meat salads of herring salads that the devil and dr faustus only knew the ingredients of then there is a great box of cigars with a big frame of glass over them like a hotbed and there in a hundred little partitions lie short and long cigars cigars of the dimensions of a sausage 
and the puny proportions of a straw some are very black some are very light and some speckled like the skin of a mulatto you can get some for a penny and some for ten times a penny and a few a very few believe us that are more than that purchasing one of the latter of the black-eyed female attendant who has a very jewish cast of features and whose black eyes scan very scrutinizingly our proffered stamps we do as these germans all do envelop ourselves in smoke wreaths the misty cloud is not too opaque to scan the going on of the tippling congregation the barkeepers are all fat and very busy their hair is cut very short and they never receive an order or serve a glass of beer without screaming in uncouth german what sounds like inch swee etc light-haired boys with round flushed faces like bloated red cabbages hungry-looking attendants very bow-legged and swarthy rush in and out in a perpetual state of frenzy screaming and sweating with a pyramid of glasses practice breeds perfection see how adroitly they pack dozens of glasses in a pile that reaches to their very noses you a stranger to the beer gardens would be astonished at the number of goblets these bustling waiters navigate with it's a busy night and the wooden mallet of the keg tapper is ever echoing crack 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 there is a fresh keg broached let's follow the wake of that waddling dutchman who is turning off a portion of its amber fluid let us follow him to where the stains of that band emanate passing through a wide open glass door we behold a would-be enchanting garden it is enclosed at the sides and overhead a high vaulted roof shuts out the stars and night air its walls are all painted with the good intentions of some signboard artist to portray a blooming garden scene alas it's the portrayal of a dismal cemetery and the tombs and gravestones are as natural as photographs of greenwood or cypress hills melancholy daubs of a peacock or two gives the idea of the conventional buzzards hovering over the pesty place of the dead at the farther end of the garden is a raised platform bordered with a dozen stunted and sickly dwarf trees of some species unknown to help out the conception of an earthly eden at the left is a big box on rafters suspending aloft the musicians on the right are boxes for shooting with spring guns the flaming bodies of ferocious turks and zouaves the bow-legged genius with his glassy hod of frothy beer has rested his load on a black greasy table in the centre of the garden and we hasten to make sure of a portion of his burden the garden is very well stocked with bearded germans female germans youthful germans fat germans thin germans and every description of the german their chattering and husky laughing is buzzing in every direction you look about in vain for the face of a native and you say with mr potiphar my god even the little children talk dutch we said that there are present females they are not gaudily dressed nor painted we will not doubt their virtue yet we natives have a horror of seeing women drinking at public gardens and put them all in a certain class not so here 
these are wives and daughters they are with their families and foreign customs the habits of their own land sanction their presence here yet the influence of american society is being brought to bear upon the german ladies in our midst and the presence of females is not near as general as in the breweries and gardens of their native land but don't look among them to find beautiful women they are very plain-featured but they wear smiling faces that are in strong contrast with the heavy unexpressive features of their lords and masters the majority of germans drink deep but very slow they seldom get noisy or hilarious but they are always boisterous and loud talkers and gesticulation is their characteristic see the contrast in the effect of the beer on that batch of american youths the sole native representatives besides ourselves distinguishable in this vast crowd and this solemn conclave of germans at our table the former gulp down their potations in a breath the waiters are never idle serving them they get redder and redder at each round of beer their hilarity is attracting the attention of the proprietor they swear huge oaths and talk impertinently of those around them then they are scuffling now a pair of them roll under the table in a drunken wrestle a score of glasses clatter and then crash upon the floor three lethargic dutchmen the police of the garden get very red and hot as they rush the crew by their coat collars out into the street but our neighbors how philosophically and calmly they enjoy themselves their fuming cups are sipped a slight draught then with a chorus of grunts they rest them on the table and turn their heads around upon the scene like languid weathercocks a look at the music a slow nod to a familiar face all to slow music and then another sip the music stops and they get gradually into a talk they talk very thunderingly to be sure they swing their big fists like anvils but this is exertion and it is soon followed by a protracted rest a rest during which the beer flows calmly silently down on and on through the night's sitting they drink and still sober until like the tortoise and the hare they come out far ahead in the quantity in their drinking race with those fast gothamites who were hustled out just now but to be hustled out of some other saloon or garden until they stagger and reel into some haven of a station-house we will not debate the question of the intoxicative power of lager but rest assured that it is impotent in the carcass of a dutchman the music is very good we suppose even a german band could not tolerate bad music an alexandrian organ lends a pleasant accompaniment to the orchestra who labored very industriously to while away with harmony the pause between drinks the shooting boxes are largely patronized and a source of wealth to the proprietors not to be sneezed at germans are generally good shots but the uncertainty of the cumbersome spring guns turn their science to wrath there was one target very faintly drawn and marvelously small to hit the bull's-eye of which causes a forfeit of twenty-five cents from the keeper of the pop-gun one fellow who hit it twice in succession was told that a party was waiting for their chance so he yielded up 
wasn't there just a little of the yank in this ruse there are other places in this quarter very numerous indeed where the german only can feel at home just across the street a few doors below they have a theatre where everything is german it is nightly crowded with a large and appreciative audience who laugh shed tears and feel generally amused with a resort that takes them to the heart of their native fatherland here you'll see nightly wealthy german ladies flashing their diamonds and gazing through lorgnettes from as luxurious a box as the west side theatres can boast and here you'll see that marvel of curiosity a pretty female german in the person of a young and charming lady actress frau something outlandish the character of the acting is more than ordinary no ranting or tearing forest or eddy tramps the stage here to portray the pathetic seems the aim of its artists and the performances of the troupe of the stotts theatre even to us unacquainted with their native tongue carries pleasure to our heart here you find nice black-eyed german girls fair-featured for they were certainly born beneath our genial skies tending little booths stocked with dainty confectionery or passing through the audience with well-loaded trays meeting many customers for combining refreshments with amusement is chronic with foreigners they seldom have rowels in their german gatherings a notable fact which we take a sincere pleasure in putting to their credit if a row occurs you can unhesitatingly place it at the doorsteps of some inebriated gothamite pugnacity lies very deep in a german and it takes a wonderful quantity of irritation and stirring up to bring it to the surface but when well aroused it is so novel a sensation to himself that it fairly bewitches him he strikes madly and wildly seldom meeting punishment on the head of the just offender or any other man the most ridiculous burlesque of a fight is generally a dutchman's row yet we won't question the laurels of the famous garibaldi guard or the glory claimed by the blenker brigade but at stowing away a cask of lager or at ferocious talking without fight we give a hearty and unbegrudging verdict to the plaintive dutchman End of chapter 11